counting. There's, there are eight. Yeah. So there's Arkel, Chimay, Gregorius, Latrap, Orval, Rochefort, Vesmal, and Vestletteran. Vest... Vest... West... Wham bam, my cat Splash lies on my bed with his tongue puffed out by drinking all my whiskey. As for me, not enough sleep, drained, persecuted. I had to sleep in the gutter where I had a flash. Ooh, 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 in four colours. <laughs> One morning, a darling came to my home. A cellophane puppet with Chinese hair, a plaster, a hangover, drank my beer in a large rubber glass. Ooh, 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 like an Indian in his igloo. Bam, bam, mon chasse plage, j'ai sur mon lit à bouffer sa langue en buvant en mon whisky. Quant à moi, peu dormi, vide et bris, mais j'ai dû dormir dans la gouttière où j'ai eu un flash. Ooh, en quatre couleurs. Un matin, une louloute est venue chez moi Poupée de cellophane, cheveux chinois À ce une gueule de bois A bu ma bière dans un grand verre en caoutchouc Comme un alien dans son igloo Ça plane pour moi Ça plane pour moi Ça plane pour moi, moi Welcome to Sessionable. We're doing an episode today um, about Belgian beers. Um, yeah. <laughs> so beers from Belgium um, is that's what I mean by Belgian beers. Beers from Be- Belgium that are Belgian style, which is probably most of the beers from Belgium. Well, I think I think we're doing all Belgian beers today, right? They are. We are doing yeah, all indeed, Belgian beers. Indeed. Um, so I mean, as I think we discussed it in in the very first episode of Sessionable, that, that Belgium has such an influence on I think. The world of beer, mm. um, and I think uh, anyone's. I think we talked about as well. The, anyone's progression into drinking craft beers goes through Belgian stuff. Yeah, and yeah. normally pretty early on in the stage as well. Yeah, definitely for me. I think um, Belgian beers were one of the first, like you know, of yeah. me trying different styles of beers, and and I think there's. I mean, there's such a. I think all the Belgian styles have such a nice. They they go really well together, but they're all very different. They're you know, but. Um, so we've we've got a, a bunch of really cool Belgian stuff to to drink. Yeah, it's cr- quite surprising that we haven't done a beer from Belgium since that very first. No, we've, so the only Belgian beer we've done on the on the on the podcast is it was Pauvel Quark, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mentioned Stella Artois, but we didn't bother buying one because it's Stella. That's not really Belgian beer. It's more <laughs> like Belgian cleaning liquid. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So this one is. Hey. <laughs> I just wanted to do that. <laughs> um, so okay. yeah, it was a cork. obviously a corked yeah. beer, uh, as you might have heard. Um, so this is to start the the session off. We thought we'd start with uh, um, one of, probably one of my favourite Belgian styles, which is a, a lambic sour. This is a, an Oud Gers um, from uh, Hansen's Artisanal. Mm. Um, uh, from around like they, they were established in 1896, so there's some history cool. there. Mm. Yeah, I was actually reading up about them, and it was interesting. There were there used to be a brewery, not brewing, not brewing lambics, 
because back then lambics were the dominant style mm. in that region, and they were one of the few breweries that weren't brewing lambics. And it w- and they were doing that until the war and the Germans came over and stole all their or confiscated all their brewing equipment. And it wasn't until a while later that they started doing beers again. But these days they're a uh, so Gerzes are blends. Blended, blended of, lambics. Of lambics of one year, two year, and three year, or sometimes just one and two yeah, or one they're, and three. They're blended, unflavored lambics. Mm. And these guys are a blender only. They don't brew their own beer. They just buy uh, unblended un, un, lambics and from well, other just, breweries. Which is then, not like a. It's a very common thing, right? Yeah, yeah, it's, and it's not frowned common. upon at all. Yeah. It's like um, it's yeah, I think it's interesting. It's like saying that the the skills and the blending than the actual brewing. Mm, mm. And I think these guys do a very good job. From the one that I've had before, I haven't had this particular one. I've had the Oud Creek. Where did you get this bottle from? Uh, from the US. Oh, cool. Yeah. So yeah, um, so this is obviously a, a sour style beer. Mm, mm. Um. That's really good. You know, I mean, you can't really talk a lot about colour with guesses. They're all, you know. Yeah. I just also, I, w- I want to say quickly as well, we're all, um, to, to keep in with the Belgian theme, we're all drinking from uh, sort of chalice style glasses. I think, uh, a bit of beer glass for me for this style of beer, but. Yeah, Gers maybe not so much suited for a chalice. Um, but so Adrian and I are drinking out of Chimay chalices, and Liam's got um, a rogue excess. Chalice, mm. very Belgian. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's a it's a fairly Belgian style mm. glass. So the, the the chalice, that big, wide open um, mm. thing. I think my favourite thing about Belgian chalices are the, the the little etchings at the bottom. That's like, oh yeah, um, yeah. made in Italy. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is what it says in my one. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> uh, <laughs> wow. Don't talk about the war. <laughs> um, I really like this beer. It's yeah, awesome. it's really nice. It's um, so it it is quite sour. I'm not sure if you've talked about sour beers from like the traditional sour beers before, but how do they get sour? Um, my understanding is that there's wild yeast. Mm. Um. But I, I like that. That's my understanding. Well, before that, they used dried hops. Yep. So, um, so it imparts a lot less uh, floral notes, a lot mm-hmm. less of that piney resiny, um, uh, coming through the beer. But then, yeah, my understanding is all it's all about. Um, it's open they, ferment beers. They, they leave well. it out in the open air. Mm-hmm. I think it might actually like in terms of gerzes and lambics, in in particular, it might be const- restricted to. That area around Brussels, region, yeah, like the I, I Seine think Valley, is. I think, and the, yeah, and I think that's where the wild yeast mm. lives. Again, um, we're probably talking out of our ass a little bit, um, so feel free to uh, correct us. Uh, we're on Twitter at Sessionablecast if you want to correct us. <laughs> um, if, you, if you want to send us that, if you want to agree with us, yeah, yeah, if you agree with us, uh, or if you think we're awesome. Um, <laughs> At Sessionable Pod is, is the Twitter account to use for that. Uh, so, so, yeah. Um, but, yeah, we, we probably talk about it of our ass a bit, but that's kind of the point. Um, 
but yeah, this is really nice. I find it's got it's got a lot of um, a lot of depth, which a lot of girls lack. I think it mm. actually has uh, a couple of uh, um, levels of flavor. You you have the sourness in there, but I also get just a, a nice um, a, a nice little bit of uh, sweetness at the back, um, which I think works really well to to balance it. Now, what do you guys get? I get a nice like woodiness as well. Mm. Um, yep, definitely. I think it's quite interesting because I the other one I had from Hanson's was their Oud Creek, and that was so sour. It was yeah. extremely sour, extremely sour. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I was and I was expecting that from this one, but it's not. It's very well. Creeks are, you know, are refermented with cherries, right? Yeah, so with sour cherries. Yeah, yeah. and they can be like um, the the Lindemans Cuvee Creek mm. is. One of the most sour beer. beers yeah. I've I've had. It is just so aggressively really sour, beer. and yeah. it is delicious. It mm. is amazing, but it is. You have one sip, and you're just like, ah, oh, what? Do I, ah, um. <laughs> for, for I can't taste anything for the rest of the day. Um, and then you finish the the seven fifty mil bottle that comes in. And, <laughs> um. Yeah. Um. I mean, I I'm a a big fan of sour. Yeah, and sour, sour stuff. Yeah, so um, as we were saying before, there's a bit of, um, I guess, debate. I don't know uh, yeah, about where the wild yeast comes from, because they are fermented in like large open tanks. Yeah, mm. and um, I think they even like have like windows or vats or slits in the walls that are open to, yeah, allow, to allow wild yeast yeah. to come in. But then there's still the the bacteria which grows in the breweries. Mm. Yeah, and yeah. That's I th- what I, I, um, but that was debatable to a point. Where I think nowadays they've proven pretty much the fact that it's the the one of the key factors is the, the, the wild open, bacteria yeah. or bread and stuff like that that's growing yeah. in, in the, the breweries. in the brewery and yeah, in think. the oak as well. That yeah, they, that they ferment the beer the beer in. Because um, I don't know if it was always like a, you know, an old wives' tale, but one of the things I always heard was that if when they were starting new breweries, they would take pieces of timber from from existing lambic breweries to to carry that bacteria across. Yeah. I don't know if that's actually true or not, but I, I always tell people that story because I think it sounds amazing. It's a cool yeah. story. Would yeah. make sense. Yeah, it's only like the truth. Yeah, yeah. Like a cool story, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, but yeah, the 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 strain of bacteria that's uh, commercially used. Some some breweries actually commercially buy wild yeast. Uh, it's called Britannomyces bruxellensis, I believe, which is that Britannomyces from. Brussels. Oh, okay. Ah, oh, that makes sense. I think there's cool. another strain of Britannomyces. I can't remember. Um, Britannomyces, Britannomyces lambicus. I'm not sure if it's from the same area. Because, um, yeah, yeah, because Britannomyces is a, is a wine mm. fault. Mm. So it's... The word Brett is a, a word that any winemaker dreads and will start shilling bullets because... Whereas there are, there are certain breweries that just, like, uh, they they go, Brett, Brett, Brett. And yeah. Like, like uh, was it Evil Twin did a 100% Brett fermented yeah, yeah. IPA, which is a pretty... You know, Anchorage have been one of the mm-hmm. massive yep. proponents of Brett. Um, yeah. Yum. Love it. Yeah. It's funny that, eh? Like, yeah. You get a you get a wine and a vino together. You say Brett to both of them. One of them's yeah. like, ooh, it's like, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I, I went to a, a wine thing at the Oak Barrel uh, last year, I think. And one of the wines, and it was my favorite one of the day, was a spontaneously fermented wine. Okay, yeah, cool. Some of the, I've I, had a couple of that. Yeah. And, really I, nice. and I said, oh yeah, I, I, I think this is really good. And the guy serving me was like, really? Because nobody likes this. 
everyone hates it. I was like, you know, it's, it's great. Mm. It, it has, it's a it's, really unique it's, character. Yeah, it's really interesting. Yeah. Um, so, what were the first sort of Belgian beers that you guys tried? What were the, the sort of, I guess, your Belgian epiphany even? I mean, Adrian, I think you... I've mentioned it in the first episode. Yeah. So yeah. We'll skip I think that. as far as the first Belgian beers I've tried, like Chimay Duval, mm. um, were definitely there. I think... If I was to say my Belgian epiphany beer would definitely be Orval. Yeah, Orval, um, yeah. Yeah. Orval was the first beer to open open up to the fact that things could be a bit sour, a bit funky, a bit... A bit, a bit, a bit different, weird. a bit weird, um, yeah. yeah. I guess that whole, like, the Brett sort of thing and that yeah. whole, that that's... It can be a thing that happens in beers. Yeah. And, um... I yeah. think I think mine was, um... And, and this is... I think mine was Hogarden, to be honest. Cool, yeah. I actually um, had Hogarden quite late. I think I've had... I had Chimay before I had Hogarden. Yeah, I think I think Hogarden was my Belgian epiphany, and it's not that out there. It's not that weird, but it's Oh, uh, as far as the fact that that's the first uh, wheat beer you've had, and that's a yeah, it was, it was yeah. yeah, it was definitely the first uh, uh, Belgian wit beer I'd had, and it was um, it was sort of one of the realizations. But I drank it. I'm like, there's some interesting flavors in that that I don't really know what they are. So I looked them up on the internet, and I was like, well, this has got like a I think it's coriander, coriander. and um, I think there's an orange peel in. Yeah, orange, yeah, orange, orange peel, yeah. coriander, two big, 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 big ones <laughs> yeah. in in vit beers. And um, we might as well talk about vit beers in a sec. But um, uh, for me, like I was just trying, I was like, that's a really, really cool idea. Putting some some spices in beer and and uh, making a nice, nice beer from it. It's a whole category nowadays, isn't it? it yeah. Is, yeah. Well, I guess like wits and Belgian parallels are like the two air quotes, entry-level mm. uh, Belgian beers, because a lot of the Belgian beers are really out there, like, either out there in terms of sour or out there in terms of Alcohol ABV. Yeah. yeah. So... But even it, the it, higher you know, ABV ones, I find a lot of um, people who aren't necessarily craft beer drinkers mm. really enjoy them. Um, yeah, because they're yeah. different. Yeah, they are different. Yeah. Um, yeah, so... We might, so we've gone from the sour. I think the next style to talk about, not necessarily the next style to drink, because we don't actually have an example of it here, but the next style to talk about would be, I think, the, the, a Belgian Vit beer. Yeah. Um, so my understanding of the style is that it was, it, it, that it is similar to um, a Hefeweizen mm. um, in terms of it's, it's, a, it's a predominantly wheat. Yeah, they're both um, wheat beers. Wheat beer. Yeah. Yep. Um, but that uh, being from Belgium uh, and not Germany, I don't know how much of an old wives' tale this is that it that it wasn't uh, subject to the Reinheitsgebot, the uh, German purity, purity law. law, and so they were able to do other stuff to it, including add coriander and uh, orange peel and other other spices, um, and so you, you, that's that's sort of the the genesis of um, uh, the Vit beer. I'm I'm not totally sure how historically accurate that is, but that's always been my understanding of it. I just uh, just sitting on Wikipedia at the moment and. Um... Uh, they're saying that uh, a wit beer is a um, comes from uh, f- from Gruitz. So the oh, Gruitz, interesting. It's a development okay. from after Gruitz. Yeah. So the whole yeah was that that's actually pretty interesting. It's very interesting, yeah. And we've talked about Gruitz in a future or previous episode. Yeah, depending, depending on depending. the order um, these come out. Yeah, so uh, you either enjoyed our discussion or you didn't enjoy or you our will discussion. Do. Or, or you, you will, will um, either enjoy or not enjoy our you discussion. You will enjoy <laughs> it. Um, and so, I mean, I'm, I'm, I am a big fan of uh, Belgian wits. I find them, you know, quite um, refreshing and tasty and uh, I've got some got some cool depth. I, I think I actually prefer a, a wit to a, a Hefeweiss. 
personally. I, I have to admit, I haven't had a wit in a long time, but I used to enjoy them, hmm. you know, when I was still getting into beer. Yeah. Yeah, hmm. especially when, you know, Belgian beers were the first beers that got me into good beer. And yeah. yeah. Hogarden was so available, so cheap. Um, actually, I lie, uh, the Riverside Yeasty Boys collaboration, that was a wit beer, I believe, and that okay. just What's came out called? recently. What's it called, Inner, uh, Inner City, City White. Inner City White, yeah. Yeah. Um, I haven't tried it yet. No, you, anyone, I believe it's out in Spooning Goats. Oh, uh, yeah, I know Spooning Goats has it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It'll, be, it'll be around. Yeah, mm. yeah. Def- definitely. Um, Alright. Um, well, I mean, you know, what's some great... Whip beers, you guys. Have had. We talked about Hogarth. Um, for me, Tiche was Tiche, yeah. Great. Um, even Lefe Blonde. That's no, a weird, isn't it? Belgian Blonde. Is that a Belgian Blonde? Belgian Blonde, yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, Tiche, um, Hogarden. I think. Well, let's restrict ourselves to uh, Belgian Blonde. Um, I'd say, yeah. Doctor's Order Zephyr is really good. Yeah. Yeah. It's a double wit. It's very strange, as as Doc's beers yeah. usually are. It's and a I very think, strange uh, yeah. version of the style. I think if we're talking about Australian um, versions of, of wit beers, uh, I think one of one of the first ones that I had, and this was, I think it wasn't long after I had Hogarden that I had this, it was the um, uh, the Wicked Elf wit beer, um, uh, which uh, I, I, I just, I really like as an example of a Belgian style wit. I think it holds itself up quite well. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, that that was that's made by the little brewing little brewing company. company yeah. What do you guys think of that? Uh, that I mean, I've got a very close history with um, little brewing company, and I've known and worked with those guys for a long time. And um, I think, yeah, in my opinion, I think they um, brew some very good Trudor style Belgian Belgian style beers. Yeah. Amongst others, yeah. Um, I think I, I I overlook them personally a lot. I think they do get yeah, overlooked. They, do, not, they, they yeah. do make some pretty decent beers. Like, whenever I have the... They do the Mad Abbott. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Which is like yeah. their Belgian... Which I, we'll, I think we'll talk about a bit later. Yeah, yeah. I usually have, like, you know, the, the stronger Belgian styles, and, yeah. you know, I'm pretty satisfied with those. Yeah, definitely. So we've got our next beer. Um, it's uh, a, a, a Belgian classic, I'd say. I'd definitely say it's a classic. Yeah, um, and it's, I think, for a lot of people, it's one of the first beers they have... Uh, in the Belgian style, and it's one of the first beers a lot of people have that's over five percent as well. Mm. I'd say what is mm. it? it's eight and a half. Whoa. So it's Duvel, um, Duvel, 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 Duvel. Duvel is like, that like devil? Like devil. So it's mm. Duvel. Mm. It actually, yeah, it's Flemish for um, for devil. Okay, I've been saying Duvel the entire time. Yeah, I used to say Duvel a lot. Okay, I'm going to say Duvel from now. Duvel, Duvel. Duvel. But uh, people will get what you mean if you say Duvel. Yeah, so I think the history most, is it's um, it. it's yeah Flemish for devil because it's it's strong. Yeah, yeah um, it's dangerous. So it's a it's a Belgian uh, strong pale, strong so golden, right? indeed. Strong, strong golden or strong yeah, pale? strong strong golden, strong pale. Yeah, triple. You could say it's very it, it it's a it, there's a lot of overlap in the styles of the stronger. And then, um, I always uh, found the the Belgium styles like quite confusing, mm. whereas because different breweries sort of take on different classifications. Yeah, mm, like you mm. know, you got like the Dubel, the Triples, or the eights, tens, twelves, or mm, mm. yeah, yeah, um, uh, that happens. Um, I think there aren't because uh, Belgium doesn't have like there is no. I mean, in Belgium, there is no definition for each style. Yeah, they kind of you know, know what yeah. it is, and they more or less adhere to this floating standard. But there is, in in terms of, 
um, the BJCP, if you look at the definitions, triple and golden strong and double and dark strong, they're both very... very there's a lot yeah. of overlap between those two. I, yeah, and I'd say that's fair enough, because they are similar, mm. very similar styles. And I'm not really sure why. Like, yeah. why. I guess they exist because traditionally those styles are like different yeah. in terms of you know when you go to Belgium. But in in terms of the wording of the styles, it's like, you know, there, there's not that there's much not that much difference. between them. Um, yeah. So, um, Duval, 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 right? Duval. Yeah. Okay. So Duval is the classic Belgian golden strong. Yeah. It is. You know, if if you look at the star guidelines, they say Duval. You know, that's the, that's the example. And every every other golden strong is based off that yeah and indeed a lot of the golden strongs in belgium are named after or in honor of duval yeah for example judas uh satan or mm. satan or whatever yeah. however you want to say it yeah and um i think russian river damnation i think oh might yeah be, yeah oh cool um a sort golden a, strong yeah so okay follows on into yeah, the that, theme. That same sort of yeah. theme yeah um, it's just it's similar to like the way that um, a lot of classic box end in or doppel box end in OR because of the yeah, the, yeah, the Paulana yeah. Salvatore yeah, and a lot yeah. of them tried mm. to copy that and put the OR at the end. Um, that's sort of a yeah. Um, you know what I like about um, the brewery besides the fact they also do Maritzus, which is uh, Devel does Maritzus. Ah, uh, well, Devel Mortgard. Yeah, is that, is that I don't. I forget the name of the the Devel action. Mortgard, Yeah. 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 They they also do the Marisu beers, but um, uh, they've actually been quite good at. Well, they adapted and sort of kept a bit fresh. Yeah. When they did the the triple hop. Yeah, the triple hop, which yeah. they do every year, um, and they they change it up every year. Uh, so I think the latest one was Citra. First one was Amarillo, and the second one was Sriracha. Yeah. I think, yeah. So you Amarillo, Sriracha, and Citra, and they're all, which are all, you know, quite Because, I mean, you do consider all these uh, Belgian beers to be very old world style. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think it's pretty cool, the fact that they could sort of keep it fresh a bit. And, and do that, do, yeah. a, do a triple hop. Um, and I remember um, speaking to um, my rep, who I get these guys from, was saying the fact that um, it was only meant to be a once-off thing, the triple hop. Yeah, but it was so popular. It was so popular that the, the CEO of the brewery said that if... Um, they start a Facebook page that gets more than 10,000 likes, they'll rebrew it. And that's why they rebrewed the mm-hmm. second one. Yeah. I mean, in this day and age, it's very, it's, you know, that's not a big thing. But for such an old brewery to do something like that, I think it's pretty cool that they're sort yeah. of figuring out how to keep their historical roots but embrace the times as well. They're a pretty big um, corporation now. I, I th- oh, I yeah, th- most I, definitely, man. I think they own uh, Omegang. They do own Omegang. They bought them in 2003. Yeah, yeah. Omegang's an amazing brewer. Yeah. Uh, in in New York, and they do Belgian styles, so it kind of makes sense for yeah, cool. Do, well, and they just um, last month actually they they bought another US brewery, Boulevard Brewing, and there was a bit of a thing oh, about interesting. that. Um, mm. I haven't heard of that from Kansas City. Yeah. Um, cool. Yeah. Um, so they're they're you know they're quite a large brewery, and that but they are looking to sort of mm. you know, um, and and like they haven't. I don't think they, their ownership of Omegang has affected that in a negative way. No, no. Way well, I, I only had my first Omegang beer uh, yeah. last year, I think, and I was blown away by it. Blown away. Oh, I hate saying that. 
Liz, it's not awesome. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> going to try not to say it this episode. That's not going to happen. Um, yeah, because you know what happens. Every time we say awesome, a hot variety dies. <laughs> Hopefully it's We just lost Citra. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, snap. Yeah. Um, well, I'm pretty sure the, this beer uses SARS. Ooh. So if I say awesome enough, uh, will I kill Pride of Ringwood eventually? Oh, no, nothing. <laughs> um, yeah, so... I don't I, know, man. Bridge Road, Pride of Ringwood, Single Hop was a pretty good beer. Yeah. Not everyone agrees with me, it was, it was It was cool that it was a Pride of Ringwood, Single Hop, but I, I think good beer are not the word, the two words I'd use to... I don't uh, know. I either, unfortunately or fortunately, missed out on that. <laughs> <laughs> um... I think that such a um, characteristic of Belgian beers is the the Belgian yeast uh, character that comes out in them, um, mm. and I think Devel's a, a great example of this. You get a lot of that sort of, you know, a little bit. Uh, it is quite similar to some German um, top ferment strains. Um, uh, I wish we had a little tech bell or something, but. <laughs> Um, you get a lot of like you know, kind of apricot. Yeah, a bit of like Definitely. even a little bit of banana. Yeah, a little apricot, bit of dried apricot, quite banana, a bit of a yeah. clove, yeah. clovey, um, spicy. Kumquat. Sort of. Yeah, I just wanted to say kumquat. <laughs> it's a fun it's such word a to great say. word. Just kumquat. rolls with the tongue. Yeah, kumquat. <laughs> I've never actually had a kumquat. I just want to really. Say it. <laughs> oh my um, uh, the my neighbours used to have a kumquat tree. Mm. And we used to yeah. just like get little kumquats and peg them at the at the wall. It's basil cells and kumquats. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, at the time, I was eight years old, Liam. So, <laughs> well, yeah, <it's> not <laughs> so it wasn't that long ago. Um, <laughs> I was going to say something really dirty, but I won't. <laughs> um, well, I'm probably going to cut that out. Uh, <laughs> um, so. I mean, this is such a such a nice beer, um, Devel, and Devel is not a Trappist beer, is it? No, no, no. So, should, yeah, should we talk about uh, the Trappist certification and what Trappist beers are? We, we if we're talking about Belgian beers, we kind of have to touch we on might that, as right? Well, yeah, yeah. So, um, I mean, to be a, a Trappist brewery, uh, I think you have to be certified. Um, as being sort there of is like, a, a Trappist. Uh, there is a Trappist logo. It's that little uh, hexagon. Yeah, it's a hexagon. Yeah. Um, it says but Trappist. They're, they're like, you know, originated from the Trappist monasteries, right? Yes. Um, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, they're based from monks brewing beers. Mm. Nowadays, my understanding is the classification is it's either brewed by monks or within the walls of a monastery. Mm-hmm. In saying that, some of these monasteries are the walls are quite large. Mm. Yeah. Uh, you know, they, we're talking about professional. Production size. Oh yeah. Breweries so within is there the like walls a wall of the all around Belgium or something? <laughs> <laughs> not quite. Not quite. Um, so I think I don't know if any of this, the Trappist beers are still actually brewed by monks. If anything, I'll take I, West I know. I I think Chimay isn't. Uh, yeah. I mean, just by pure size. Yeah. Um, I would have to. I mean, I'm not saying that the the monks aren't involved. They're probably yeah. like the yeah. probably so, the brewers, but probably not the head brewers. So what? These um, days. according to the International Trappist Association, the the, the criteria for being a Trappist uh, producer. Um, well, see, the big thing is it's not just about beers. No, it's not. There's a uh, because got the cheese. whole thing of because um, Trappist uh, the Trappist order of monks 
have to be self-sustaining. So yeah. the whole reason why they produce things is um, they can't, they, they're not allowed to, to their, yeah, well, they're not allowed yeah. to accept donations. So the whole thing yeah. is they have to be self-sustaining where they can produce things to make money, yeah. but then they can't make a profit. So if the, they actually give away profits, they, yeah. yeah. I so, mean, it's a yeah. bit of a gray area where, how they do that, you know, because they invest a lot in the breweries and stuff yeah. like that. But, um, so yeah, the whole thing is they have to produce things so yeah. they can be self-sustaining. So beer was the main one, but, I mean, Shimei still do cheeses. Mm. And I'd, I would really love to try a Shimei cheese because there is a Shimei blue cheese which they actually uh, wash the rinds in Shimei blue. Yeah. Is it a blue cheese? Yes, I'm pretty sure it is. <laughs> but they actually do a Shimei blue, blanche, and red cheese. Oh, yeah, so I, yeah. I, had, I had that flight in, when I went to Shimei, the, the bar. It was pretty amazing. So yeah, yeah. apparently West Fletcher and uh, the monks still do all the brewery. Yeah, I think... So... Um, the, according to the yeah the International Trap Association, the, the criteria are the beer must be brewed within the walls of a Trappist monastery, either by the monks themselves or under their supervision. The brewery must be of secondary importance within the monastery, and it should witness to the business practices proper of a monastic way of life. Try saying that five times quickly. <laughs> uh, the brewery is not intended to be a profit-making venture. The income covers the living expenses of the monks and the maintenance of the buildings and grounds. Uh, whatever remains is donated to charity. Uh, and Trappist breweries are constantly monitored to assure the irreproachable quality of their beers. Constantly um, monitored not to be drunk all the time, perhaps? Um, <laughs> they, yeah. do, they do actually... They usually make a table beer just for the monks, which is uh, lowish alcohol mm. yeah. beer. So, but in some of the breweries, that's some of the, the most sought-after stuff is the... Yeah, because the, they're rare. The monks' beer, yeah. Yeah. And so do, do a few, you, know, um, a few, you were saying before a few of them do sell them. They do have um, bars near. I think Orval or Shimei do mm-hmm. one or the other. Yeah, uh, I, I, I have heard of the, th- of the uh, yeah, Shimei. Um, I think it was I think it's called Orval. the Pasta Beer or the Father Beer or something like that. Yeah, yeah. I think it was the Orval one that I had when I was there. I think um, Petite Orval is the mm. Pater's beer. Is the mm. is the table beer Petite mm. Orval? Yeah. Um, yeah. And it can be purchased at the monastery or at a cafe near the monastery. Mm. Um, so the, I mean, the Travers producers. You've got Chimay, Orval, mm-hmm. uh, Rochefort, Vestmalo, Vestmalo, uh, Vestvleteren, um, Arkel. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've got uh, Königshoven, which is otherwise known as Le Trap, and you've got Stift Engelsel. Um, which is, uh, I think their main beer is Gregorius. Mm. So, so the last two, they're not based in uh, in Belgium, though, no, right? they're not. They're um, they're actually yeah, they're not Belgian beers. Um, so uh, uh, Koenigsherven La Trap is from the Netherlands, mm-hmm. and Sift Engelsel is from Austria. Mm. I n- I've never heard of that Austrian one until today. So I I guess I've... I should just hand in my beer nerd card <laughs> right now. <laughs> Look for a replacement host. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I think Dave from Riverside did a good job. Yeah. So. <laughs> I'll, take I'll take his job. Yeah. Is that a knock at the door? Yeah. Um, I've got to weave Riverside in somehow, right? <laughs> Every damn episode, Tom. Every damn episode. On the payroll, I swear to God. I Was wish. it every time you say Riverside on the podcast, you get a t-shirt or something? It's <laughs> about right. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, so, so, yeah. Um, have we talked about the beer yet? 
I've, yeah, we've talked about the beer. Yeah, we probably yeah, have. Yeah, yeah, we we talked about the yeast characters. Yeah, yeast character. The apricot. I got a lot of apricot. Yeah, a lot of that. Yeah, yeah, we did talk about yeah. that. Yeah. And I think um, it's got a real fine carbonation structure, mm. like bubble structure as well. And it, it, which um, I think is quite um, a, I don't know, typical of typical Belgian, of like a Belgian, Belgian yeast styles, and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, it is a very fine, um, fine, fine bubble. So um, yeah, what do we what do you think about this about Devel in comparison to other Belgian beers um, that uh, and like a similar style? Yeah, or... like a, like another Trapel or another strong um, golden. Well, I mean, obviously, it's the classic version of the golden strong, but I mean, they're all very. I think is, um, they're all very similar. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I'd agree. Is Pirat uh, Pirat? Yeah, yeah, I, I believe strong is a well. golden yeah. strong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it's like Satan, um, yep. Lucifer, Lucifer, yeah, um, yeah. So there, yeah. There is definitely if a name. It sounds theme, like but... if it sounds like devil related, it's probably based on Golden Drac as well. Golden Drac, yeah. which is the I think Golden Drac is a Belgian IPA actually. Really? Because mm. I just seen um, we can get now the they do a quad. They do do 9, a quad. 000. Yeah, Golden Drac nine thousand. Nine thousand is a quad. quad. Yeah, is, uh, I I'd want it over nine thousand though. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, I I think um, yeah. So I think Golden Drac is a Belgian IPA, which is I, I we've had a Belgian IPA in the show before, uh, the Raging Flem. Yeah, I think we have. Um, yeah. So according to Wikipedia, Golden Drac is a dark triple. Interesting. I'm, it's been a while since I've had yeah, one. I, it's been yeah. a while. I, I don't remember it being. Bad. I'm probably going to cut out all of this because we don't know what we're talking about right now. <laughs> so yeah, cut out the whole episode. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, when was the last time I had? I'm sure, I had Gordon Drac recently, but I've had the quad recently to the Belgian Beer Cafe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever it's called now. Um, Heritage. Or something, Heritage yeah. Beer Bar or something. Yeah, something yeah. like that. I don't even think it's got Beer Bar in the name. I think it's yeah. Heritage Bar or something. Heritage Bar. So they don't even serve beer. They um, serve left. Oh, snap! <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, we thought we might, um, maybe, I mean, we talked about it a bit earlier, but recommend some Aussie brewers doing Belgian-style beers. So, maybe we'll go through a few styles and say who we think does the best one of that style or recommend someone from that style. So, I think... I think in terms of lambics, it's a bit hard. There's no one really doing that. I mean, that there's sour beers, but there's yeah. um, they're like with lactic acid. And yeah, so they're, they're, they're all kind of pseudo sours. Yeah, they're not really lambics. They're not lambics. So they're sours, I mean, they're, but they're not really lambics. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, there's feral. I think is doing a lot of stuff like that. But we I don't think get feral's the most exciting about uh, the most exciting one because uh, they are starting their own. Their, their own barreling program. Yeah. So I think in a few years we're going to start seeing. Yeah, I mean, I was going to say awesome they've, they've definitely program. been doing some stuff. I don't think they've released a lot of it yet. No. But I think that's a. I don't I, think I we'll actually, see them I, for a while. Yeah. Actually had if a they're very, doing it right, we shouldn't yeah, be seeing anything yeah, for a while. Yeah. And yeah. Another one, uh, and they, they don't. I don't think they'll be doing it again for uh, now that Richard's left, but Wigan Penn mm-hmm. did, did a whole bunch of barreled beers. Uh, so that they've done some interesting stuff yeah. as well. I think another one was, um, uh, well, not yet. They get similarly to, to Feral uh, Illawarra. I think they they put a version of the French Kiss into barrels mm. and have left it for a few months. Uh, and I tried it a few months ago, and it was 
really sour, tasting absolutely delicious, almost like an oud brun, lots of body, lots of sour. Uh, and I was talking to the brewers, and they're like, yeah, we're going to keep it in the barrel for a few more months. And I was like, whoa, a few more months, that's good. Like, nice. just, just because the few months that it had been in, it had changed so much. That good. Even a few more months, mm. I think, will just change it even more. And it's... Uh, so I, th- I think they plan on releasing that um, eventually. <laughs> I mean, uh, I think another style that a lot of places have done is, uh, like, Saison's. Yeah, um, definitely. I think... That's what's going to I mean, La Serene get a sure, really yeah. good rep for their Saison's. Yeah. Not necessarily my favourite, but um, I think my, I'll have to go yeah. to Chevalier. I think Chevalier yeah. would be my, my yeah. pick for Aussie Saison. Um, definitely. Uh, but do you have any, any sort of Saison recommendation? Um, Las, did you say Lasseran? Uh, Liam did. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So those two are my favorite. Lasseran and, and, and I never really yeah. got into Lasserans. I think they're. I don't know. Maybe it's just because I had them after hearing so much hype about them that they didn't live up to the hype in my my opinion. But I always thought the Chevalier was Chevalier. Yeah, I mean Chevalier. Better. I think is like the you know the gold standard in Australia. I personally like Lasseran better, but they're both they're both very close to each other mm. in terms of saison. Uh, our producers said Temple Saison. I, I can't remember if I've had that one, so I can't comment. Have you guys had Is that? Is that Temple free or post the uh, show? Uh, <laughs> they haven't, okay. I haven't tried anything. Uh, no, no, post. They've just no. gotten back you together. They just think, have, yeah. So. Um, um, yeah, so... Uh, actually, no, I did have, because they had two versions of their Saison, didn't they? There was, um, yeah, the the one with honey, the, the meal. I had at the brewery. I had both of their saisons at the brewery. Oh, Sorry, I'm just brewery, re- yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, um, that's right. No, I have had the Yeah, their saison with honey, I remember I've had being the meal, yeah. really nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I haven't had the, the straight one. Mm. Um, so, maybe, what's what's another sort of Belgian style to go to? I, uh, I, mean, I think you guys mentioned before that Lil Brewing Company. Just, yeah, so really I think if you're going to talk about uh, Australian brewers doing... Um, Belgian, Belgian style. stars yeah. they have to get a mention I think. Uh, yeah really. I mean Hop Dog as well I think yeah new... he does some some, some sort of uh, new world Belgian mm. yeah hybrid, I mean so he does like American use Belgian yeast a yeah. lot yeah he does like yeah. American world um, even when it comes to Belgian yeast I think Murray's as well oh, uses yeah. a lot of it when yeah. you look at their dark Belgian I think also stouts, very new world yeah, yeah if you're going to go true to style their like, Grand Crew is yeah. one of my favourites yeah yeah but I think yeah definitely if you're going true to style Belgians the Little Brewing Company, the the Whitbeard, the, the the Wicked Elf Whitbeard, the Mad Abbott, Debel, Triple, and Christmas Ale. Just all of them are um, so think, incredibly true to style um, and just so well done, I think. I would like to do at some point a blind tasting with um, some of their beers versus Against some actual, some, some Belgians, actual Belgians to see how they yeah. hold up would be interesting. Yeah. Be, that, would be, that would be fun. But yeah. Um, yeah, but I think Murray's, you can't skip over Murray's yeah, at all, the, man, definitely. The, the Belgian, Belgian yeah. stouts, especially. Well, yeah, Punk Monk. Oh, yeah, um, Punk Monk as well. Yeah. Um, and the, yeah, Grand Cru, uh, almost all their stouts have Belgian mm. yeast, I think. Murray's. <laughs> Sorry, I just kind of... <laughs> so <out> down. <laughs> I mean, we've actually had a, a, a Murray's Belgio stout on the podcast. We, we In our extreme episode, we had the... Um, uh, old Belgian boisterous bicep, which is an imperial. Uh, okay, so it's a, uh, <laughs> a smoky Belgio imperial stout with mussels and oysters, right? I think you got it wrong. It's old. Ah, well. Old Belgian boisterous bicep is the name of name of the beer. Yeah, that is the name of the beer. Is that what you just said? Old Belgian boisterous <laughs> bicep. 
I just want you to say it. Yeah. <laughs> you want me to say what? All bald and boisterous biceps. Because if he says it three times in a row, he turns into a muscle. Yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm already all muscle. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, shit. I have a feeling that's staying on there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I love muscle. <laughs> uh, nice. Um, so, I think... Bel- Belgians is about... I think we talked about this in the first episode. I think Belgians as a style uh, inspired a lot of beer nerds and brewers, um, right? So, mm. I, I don't think it's surprising that a lot of Australian craft brewers do Belgian-style beers. I, I, think it's I don't think you can call yourself a beer nerd in Australia with that. Enjoying some Belgians. Well, yeah, having that. a lot of yeah. Belgian beers, yeah. Definitely. Um, so, we might uh, get on to our next beer now. Um, Which is, as we were talking about before, Trappist Breweries. It I is, think this Trappist is a Trappist Brewery. Beer. It definitely is. Um, uh, and it's a, it's a delicious beer. It's a, so, it's a, it's a Duvel. It's the Vestmal uh, Duvel. <laughs> no, not, not Duvel. Which Duvel. is now Duvel, right? <laughs> it's a, is, so, actually, I've, I've been meaning to ask this. Is it Duvel, Double? I say Duvel. Double, I don't know. I've always said Duvel. Yeah. I say Brad. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, like triples, are, it's like the way they spell out a voice. The spell out a voice at Trippel. Yeah, but, I, um, so so have I, and I think that's why I've said du, Duvel when it comes to, to the beer we had I earlier. I usually say Duvel, but I'm not sure if that's the correct way to say it. Yeah, I'm I'm not entirely sure either. So, um, I mean, a, a, a Duvel or double, whatever you want to call it, is uh, so it's it's usually a, a dark strong, right? Uh, so it's in that kind of weird crossover between dark beer and dark strong beer, but it's it's like a Belgian strong dark beer, it, you know, strongish. And on. with the, with the names Duvel and Trappel, are they do, do they mean do they mean that it's been fermented twice and or three times? Because that no, that is something that I've heard. It's more like a like a s- alcohol strength, roughly. Yeah. Like, there's a classification. My understanding yeah. is, it's like... Um, but in saying that, you know, like, Trappels are of a golden colour. Dubels are normally quite dark. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think, like, doubles start eight Play-Doh, and then triples start ten Play-Doh, and then quadruples start twelve. But that's is that where like sort a, of the, the rough numbering system comes I in as well? That's, like, you yeah, know, that's, like, like roughly, and, traditionally, what it used to be, but... These days, it's like doesn't really mean anything. Yeah, because I I know like for example, um, uh, Delirium Tremens. Yep. Which I I describe as either a Belgian strong or a triple, right? Yeah. I would call it a triple. But and yeah. it says on the bottle, triple fermented. Mm. Um, yeah, but I think that's not where it the... does. It says on yeah, the yeah, bottle. It might, yeah, yeah, like, might well say that. So that. I wouldn't think that has anything to do with okay. it. Okay, I, I like that's just something that's always confused me a bit. Yeah. So, um... Go for the pre-episode research, right? Yeah, woo! Yeah, woo. Research! Have you ever done any pre-episode <laughs> research? Yeah, we've been drinking beer for how long? <laughs> uh, I'm, look, I'm looking forward to um, the, episode, uh, the the podcast from um, Luke, Ale of a Time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Because uh, so he, he does a lot of research, so that, that's just going to be, like, actual... 
proper podcast. <laughs> it's like a, like a proper beer podcast. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Beer I, I say we need to do, at some point down the line, uh, a second Belgian episode and we get Michael from uh, Beer Importers and Distributors who import a lot of yeah, the... Um, yeah. Who has a, a great wealth of knowledge hmm. as far as Belgium gears go. And I'd love to get him on an episode to, to pick his brain on some of these questions. And, um, I mean, speaking of Luke and speaking of people who want to get on the podcast, maybe do a crossover when... when Luke gets his one started. Oh, I'd love to. Hey. I'd love yeah. to, yeah. Because um, I love talking to Luke about beer. He's just, yeah, as you said, he's got such a um, great knowledge. And I'm, I'm going to be in Melbourne in a couple of weeks, so I should try yeah. to get on his podcast. Yeah. <laughs> should, man. Yeah. yeah, Luke, if you're listening, which yeah. I know you usually do. But no, this will be out after that. <laughs> yeah, <so>. probably. <laughs> um. Travel back in time. <laughs> <laughs> Because uh, he can do that too, right? Yeah. yeah. yeah I've, I've, I've left my time machine behind a billboard. <laughs> yeah. which, one's, which one's the scientist? Which one's Doc? What? Which Between one's Luke Doc? and Doc. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Doc's Doc. Doc's Doc. Yeah. <laughs> well, cut that out. Alright, let's talk about this will. beer. Alright, yeah, let's talk about this beer. Um... So it's got. I, what I love about Belgian darks is, I I just get like such a lovely raisiny sort of flavour. It's know. starting to get that sort of Christmas pudding thing. Yeah. It's not quite rummy or porty there yet. Yeah. And I think it's, it's. I think it's that um, interaction with that Belgian yeast with the, the dark malts. malt, yeah. and they usually add candy sugar as well. They do. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we haven't talked about candy sugar yet. No, we yeah. haven't. Um, I, I'm probably. Not, I don't. Yeah, someone else talked about candy. <laughs> it's, just, it's just like a... It's, it's, it's a... Not super fermentable sugar mm. that they add into Belgian-style beers that gives that distinct, you know... Sweetness. Sweetness to it, yeah. like fruity... And mouthfeel as well, it. right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it does add to the mouthfeel. Yeah. I think. Mm. I'm going to say yes. I, I, I'm going to agree with you on that. Yeah, um, yeah so... I mean, candy sugar, yeah, a big, big thing for for Belgian style uh, beers, um, and they do have a, a just a lovely sweetness to them. Um, most most Belgian beers, mm. uh, uh, but the the darks, I think, are probably my favourite of the Belgian styles. I'd say mm. the dark, I the dark I, I would ones. agree, uh, apart from the sours, yeah, yeah, um, and the saison. But even then, within the sours, the darker ones are my favourites. The yeah, the, okay, the, yeah, the yeah, Oud Bruins yeah, yeah. and the okay, Flemish okay. Reds and yeah, stuff like Flemish that. Reds and, and Oud Bruins, yeah. um, which I, I've always thought are sort of interchangeable, right? Yeah. Flemish Red and Oud Bruin? Yeah. For the most part? I cool. would say so. Awesome. Yeah. Um, just just wanted to check with the, the certified BG, BJCP. Uh, I mean, they're, they're, they are different <laughs> styles, you know, style-wise. They're similar. But they're yeah. very similar. Yeah. yeah. Um, but back to, to the, uh, what is it, Vesmal um, double. Um it's just yeah, it is. I, I just find that the dark, the darkness, that that richer sort of darker flavour works so well with that Belgian yeast. And as I said, mm. I love that that raisin sort of uh, flavour. It's really good beer to match with like um, like dark meats and mm. stuff like that, and or even uh, with dessert. Um, of course, I usually, yeah. I usually, yeah. I usually have like you know Belgian styles with dessert. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this goes really well with like so a well. like um, a tiramisu or yeah. Like, yeah. Um, or just like a just a, a any pudding really with um, stone yeah, fruits, stone fruits, yeah. yeah, like a yeah proper a Christmas pudding as well mm. with any Belgian. Diet I really like the packaging really well. on the West Malice stuff. It's really old school. It's almost like Masonic. 
Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, it's good to match with meat as well because yeah. if you don't have your pudding, you can't have your meat. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. <laughs> um, so um, we might wrap the episode up here, I think. Um, but before we do, we'll do our recommendations round. We thought we'd recommend uh, some things from Belgium you should try. Um, mm. So I think I'll recommend waffles. <laughs> waffles. Yeah, I like waffles. waffles. Waffles are good. So try some Belgian waffles with um, with Canadian maple syrup. Mm, I have to yeah, say. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Uh, save that for the Canadian episode. Mm, okay. Mm. Wow. Unibrow. That's I'm gonna. Episode, I'm gonna go with um, some of the work of the finest greatest Belgian artist uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme <laughs> as uh, things to experience from Belgium most yep. death yeah that, that video of him uh, between the semi-trailers re- the reversing semi-trailers why are the semi-trailers reversing that's what I want to know I don't did anyone see I think it was probably about 5-6 years ago there was a the documentary was it called JV uh, no no JCVD so yeah, yeah, it wasn't a it documentary wasn't, no, it wasn't a documentary but yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the best thing about it um, I think on on top of yours Liam I'd, I'd just like to recommend some mussels just try some yeah, mussels guys yeah. from Brussels um, from Brussels <laughs> okay, yeah. Big. from nowhere else no though. just from Brussels, they have from to Brussels. Be, they have not to from be, Antwerp no no, no. <laughs> they have to be from Brussels I, w- I would actually like to recommend kebabs with chips in them yes that's a thing? That's a thing. That's a massive thing. You That's never think thing. about it here because, you know, you amazing. never get kebabs with chips in them here, but... Uh, why Why don't we? Why don't we? That's I actually, I have had it here. I've had... I've, it took me about half an hour to convince this kebab <laughs> merchant to um, put some some chips in, but it, it, he did do it, and it was I think, fucking I think, amazing. I think I'm going to go tonight and... Yeah. It. <laughs> um, chocolate. Chocolate. Yeah, Belgian yeah. chocolate. Yeah. Cool. Tintin. Uh, <laughs> Tintin. Tintin. Man, Tintin was a very big part of my childhood. Yeah, same. I had, uh, same yeah. yeah. Um, um, I think uh, the music of Plastic Bertrand <laughs> I, I'd like to recommend. Uh, a lack of government, perhaps? <laughs> oh. Burn. <laughs> okay, let's yeah. go now. Um, <laughs> so that, that's, that's probably all we have uh, for this episode. Um uh, where you can find 